Konnichiwa, Nihao, Hola, Guten Tag, Aloha, Buongiorno, Namaste, Jasrutia, Salam, Bonjour, and What's Up? I'm Zan V, and welcome to the Spyrokin Manga News Podcast, bringing you the eye on the otaku news for the week of Thursday, May 26, 2021, to Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Remember to like, subscribe, and check out our manga review podcast at www.spirekin.com. And if you want to support us, check us out at our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. Now that's out of the way, let's actually get to the manga news for the week. It's not as much as it was last week, but we've got some very interesting concepts this week. First off, some major con news. Otakon has officially confirmed that they'll be holding the in-person convention this year from... August 6th through August 8th at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C. Now, this is big news because last year's event was canceled from August 31st to August 2nd. And if you've been listening to the Spark and Manga Review, you've been hearing all of us talking about how Otakon has been worried about if it's going to be open or not if they didn't make this happen. And hopefully, the fact that they are doing an in-person event means that they will still be around in the future. We're going to have to wait and see. Now, the staff has said that Otakon will be the first major convention event to be held in D.C. as they reopen. Now, this is a good thing, but there are some caveats. The event will not have any international guests this year due to travel restrictions and mandatory quarantine requirements. The staff stated other possible changes may include shortened hours, and some high-traffic events, such as the Otakon dance, might not be held. The announcement added, Otakon is dedicated to the safety of its membership and will be following any CDC and local guidelines that may still be in effect at the time of the convention. The staff added on Twitter that the city of Washington, D.C. will issue additional guidelines about the event in mid-June. Now, like I said, last year's event was canceled and was scheduled for July 31st to August 2nd, and I have applied to actually do some panels there. We're going to see what happens with that. Hopefully we'll have some more good con news, but we're going to have to wait and see. Now into some other news. This is actually some major manga piracy news. The Fukuoka District Court handed down a guilty verdict on Wednesday to Romi Hoshino, a.k.a. Zaka Romi, the alleged administrator of Japanese language manga piracy site Mangamura, on charges of copyright infringement and hiding criminal proceeds. Now, Romi Hoshino, a 29-year-old, was sentenced to Three years in prison, a fine of 10 million yen, about $91,000 U.S., and an additional fine of 62 million yen, about $565,000. So that comes to a grand total of owing 72 million yen, or 656,100 American dollars. Now, the latter, the additional fine, is based on the 62 million yen in revenue that Hoshino earned from the site and deposited in a foreign bank account. Now, representatives from Shuisha held a press conference after the verdict and say that they believe the sentence was appropriate and hope the verdict would serve as a deterrent. The representative also said if the work that those who have given their all to create are given away for free, it damages the foundation for the creation of interesting works. Now, this is a big deal because so many people are like, oh, fan subs and uh, scanlations are no issue, no problem. This proves that they are now cracking down on scanlation sites. So if you don't want to pay for it, and you are someone who's doing this, there are repercussions now. Now, the Mangamura site launched in 2016, and in May 2018, we actually talked about this, that they're actively investigating um, Mangamura after Kodansha and other publishers filed criminal complaints with police departments in that summer. And this investigation lasted through fall of 2017. 
and they had to actually look and find Hoshino, which, crazy part, he was residing in the Philippines in 2019, and the Philippine Bureau of Immigration took him into custody and extradited him to Japan in September of 2019. So it's a whole crazy mess. Now, according to the CODA, or Japan's Content Overseas Distribution Association, between 2017 and 2018, the users who accessed Mangamura were about 620 million, and they estimated that 319.2 billion yen, about $2.92 billion worth of damages to copyright holders, were affected. So this is a big deal. So not always free, and this is kind of a big deal, so... Yeah, crazy, right? So, now that we're done with our basic news, let's get to some licensing news. And Glacier Bay has announced that they're going to be releasing five new titles with no publication at this time. So, the first title is by Sayako Mogi, who worked on Poopa. And this is Final Testament to the Moon, a compelling new fantasy series that exists in the world of Red Riding Hood's Wolf Apprentice. Humans, beastkins, hunters, these are three kinds of people in this world. There used to be many werewolves, but now only a few remain. This story will detail the tragic fate of werewolf twins Skull and Hati in this final testament to the moon. This seems somber and kind of depressing. Maybe to your eternity-esque? Not entirely sure. We're going to have to wait and see. Next is Reincarnation, and this is created by Yuri Yuri. This is the author's atmospheric four-volume debut work, and it is detailing the cycle of life and death of rebirth in a wash in a lush calligraphy style. This is going to be released in a two-volume compilation format, so it's two omnibuses. That's all we know right now. The art looks actually really compelling and different to most mangas that you're used to. And this is Glacier Bay, so you expect that. Next is Mermaid Town by Tomohiro Sugawa. And this is an 80-page doujinshi collection of short story dream manga. And this is also uh, Tomohiro Sugawa's English debut. And it's a re-release of stories from 10 years ago. So it could be something very different. Next is The Carmen Line by Matsuhashi Kotaro. And this is a collection of Kotaro's short stories from the manga anthology Suki Toko no Tane. And it's 140 pages of short stories with seven works with a unique dreamy style to it. Again, has a unique art style. And I think it's going to be a great coffee table book and work you can show non-manga fans. So anyway, next one. Favorable Winds on Full Sail, or originally known as Junpu Manpan. And this is created by Aran Tochika who is a young manga artist who was influenced by the old-school Gekiga masters. So this is a book for the lovers of Seichi Hayashi, Shinichi Abe, Yoshiharu Suge, and other artists. And this is a very personal work that is 160 pages of beautiful and tremulous youth comics. So something very different than what you're really used to. And these are the releases for Glacier Bake books. Now for our second licensing company, Kodansha Comics. Yes, they have released some new stuff, and they are licensing five new titles. Firstly, they have licensed Yeah Boy Kong Ming, and this is created by Yoto Yatsuba with art by Ryo Ogawa. This is going to be coming out June 1st of this year. And this is about the general of the Three Kingdoms, Kon Ming, who has struggled his whole life facing countless battles that made him into the most accomplished strategist he was. So on his deathbed, he wished only to be reborn in a peaceful world and was sent straight to modern-day party central Tokyo. 
Can even a brilliant strategist like Kong Ming adapt to the wild beats and even wilder party people? So, he's becoming a ghetto boy. This is going to be kind of different. It's a reverse Izakai. Could be fun. Secondly, we have Police in a Pod. This is created by Miko Yasso, and it's going to be coming out on June 8th. And it tells the story of female police officer Kawai, who has had enough of a career she wasn't even that into, and is about to hand in her resignation when the unthinkable happens. She met the new female director of her station. And after spending a little time with this gorgeous role model, Kawai realized that maybe she isn't quite done with being an officer after all. Next, we have Undead Girl Murder Farce, and this is created by Yugo Asaki with art by Haruka Tomoyama. This is coming out June 15th, and it's about the end of the 19th century. A vampire's wife is murdered, and the detective known as the cage user is called in to solve the crime. But there's more to the detective and the curtain bird cages he carries. After all, when solving a case involving a monster, it might just take one to no one. Creepy. Could be a little bit disturbing, could be twisted. We don't know. We have to wait and find out what occurs in this very mysterious book. Now, then we have St. Celia and Pastor Lawrence, and this is created by Hazano Kuzatake. This is coming out on June 22nd, and it's about St. Celia, someone beloved by the townspeople. Not only is she elegant and composed, she benevolently shares her wisdom with all who seek it. That is, until the last person has left, at which point she becomes totally helpless. Only Pastor Lawrence is keeping the saint put together enough to do her duties. And though she may test him, it's all in a day's work. A religious romance series. Interesting. And then, finally, from Kodansha, we have Quality Assurance in Another World. This is created by Masamichi Sato, coming out on June 29th. And it's about Nicola just a village girl working at the inn until the day dragons invade and she meets Haga, a scholar of everything around him. He's part of an elite society called Seeker, created to address a series of melodies plaguing their usually peaceful world. But most Nicola and Haga have secrets they hide, ones that will change each other's very existence. Bum bum bum. This could be an Izekai or it could be fantasy. If it's a fantasy series, that's going to be really cool. If it's Izekai, I'm going to hate it. So out of these ones, the one I'm most excited for is Police in a Pod and Undead Girl Murder Farce. And Quality Assurance. Those are the three. Yeah, boy, Kong Ming, um, I don't know. Could be good, could be terrible. Not sure. We're going to have to, again, wait and see. Then finally, we have Manga Planet. Uh, and Manga Planet has licensed the manga Buzzer Beat by Takahiko Inoue. And this... Manga is described as several hundred years in the future, the Earth sports basketball gains popularity all over the universe. In a landscape where every pro basketball player in the Intergalactic League is from every other planet but Earth, an elderly millionaire named Yoshimune decides to fulfill his dream of having Earthlings play in the league. With the promise of a 100 million contract, let him find the one-in-a-lifetime dream team that he needs. Who knows? So it is basketball in space. Greta actually might like that. We'd have to wait and see. But uh, just for an overview, we have no date for anything that's coming out from Glacier Bay. But for everything from Kodansha, they're going to be released consecutively over all the Tuesdays in June digitally. And Buzzer Beat is going to be released by Manga Planet digitally also in June. So those are our releases. And then finally, our last bit of news. We only have one bit of news left. And that's on June 11th. 
Shigemitsu Harada, the manga creator for Cells at Work Code Black, is launching a new manga titled Shinyaku Kani Kosen, or The Crab Cannery Ship New Testament. This is going to be released in Hakushensha's Young Animal magazine. And the magazine teases the manga as a modern remake of communist Takiji Kobayashi's proletarian novel Kani Kosen, The Crab Cannery Ship, which debuted in 1929 and was banned by the Imperial Japanese government. The book tells the story of the struggle of crab boat workers whose labor is exploited. This seems like it's going to be a hot button because this could either be really controversial or it could be very intriguing because it's based on a controversial work. So who knows what's going to happen. But that is the manga news for the week. Was there anything I forgot? If there was, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com. Or you can leave a comment in the show notes at spirekin.com. And I think that's it. Uh, We will be releasing new episodes every Thursday. Uh, Sometime during the day. We're going to have to figure out the time. But it will be released every Thursday. And if you like this, let me know what you think. For other manga news, go to the Spirekin Manga Review. www.spirekin.com And as usual, I'm your host, I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep listening to manga news. See you later.